Welcome to the F-Stop Sear podcast, hosted by The Portrait Paradigm. If you're a photographer who is striving to build a high-end portrait business that is not only financially rewarding, but satisfies your creative heart, then join five nationally recognized photographers with over 180 years of combined experience building and maintaining successful specialty portrait businesses. This is where we will have real conversations about all the elements to create your own upscale business. From marketing, finances, mindset, photographic style, client experience, and so much more. So together, let's cut through the noise and make this your one stop for your complete portrait photography solution. Let's build your new portrait paradigm right now. Welcome. I'm Rod Evans here along with Monica Sigmund, Michael Taylor, Bev and Tim Walden. We are your Portrait Paradigm team, your weekly host for the F-Stops Here podcast. And on today's podcast, we thought it would be kind of fun to get some insights into each of us and share the artists that inspire us. Um, Bev, do you want to talk a little bit about that? I'd love to. Um, what I've realized over the years is that I'm a bit and a piece of everybody that I've ever seen. It's really funny because create an image and then you go, oh, yeah, I remember so-and-so teaching that or so-and-so teaching that. And recently I just let somebody know that I was wishing them a happy birthday. And I, and I also in the happy birthday wish, I said, I don't know if you realize it, but early in our careers, what you taught on stage really inspired and changed our photography. And they wrote back and said, we didn't know. It's, that's just so it, just so encouraging. So maybe that's kind of a challenge for all of us is to let somebody know if they've really inspired us and helped us along the way. But we are all little bits and pieces of everybody we've seen, not that we're copies, but you might take just an idea or or a way to light or a way to style or an expression or something that encourages you uh, in your own uh, journey. And it is a journey and we all continue evolving. Uh, but uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a bit in peace of a lot of people because when Tim and I dated in high school, he drug me to all these conventions and I had to sit through Jay Stock. Some of you all know Rocky Gun, Phil Hyman. You know these names, some yeah. of you. And I had no idea. Joyce Wilson. I had no idea what they were talking about. None. And so when I started learning photography, what was really cool is my brain somehow retained a bit of that. And light bulbs started going off. Oh, oh, I'm, oh now I understand that or that or that. So it's really important, even if you don't understand something, just to sit through it and try to listen and take notes. And uh, one person that I realized uh, kind of in a weird way that uh, that kind of formed my photography early on uh, was David Peters. And the way that I found out is um, it seemed like a friend or something would take a picture of the print display at a convention. And we were looking at these the he had little proofs made and I was looking at these proofs and I'm like I put in a pile things that I loved I love oh I love this I love this I turned over all of those and they were all by David Peters person and then started following him going to his programs and stuff what an amazing an amazing man he is I don't think he is any longer in photography but he's the first one that we realized that emotion could be in a photograph. 
a story could be told in a photograph. And I'm like, I mean, I, I stood in front of one of his uh, portraits and just cried. I, I still remember it. it's like burned in my brain. And uh, there was just something so deep, so, so deep and so rich and so much soul in his work. And that's what I wanted to have. I wanted to be David Peters. So we got to almost meet him one time. Like he became my idol and we were having dinner with Kent and Sarah Smith. And they said, Hey, our friends, David and Karen Peters are going to be with us. Would you like to come? And I'm like, what? Like David Peters. And, and yes, Tim looks at me and goes, no, do not, do not, do not, do not make a fool of yourself is what he (laughs) just looked at me and said, do not. And I'm like, okay, okay. So we have dinner. I watched him all night, probably with <laughs> stars in my eyes. And finally, after dinner, I could contain myself no more. <laughs> so after dinner, I went up to him. And I'm like, David Peter, <laughs> oh, no, you just don't know how much you mean to me. And Tim's like melting in the background or or leaving me, one of the two. <laughs> so I finally got to to connect and and we keep keep up now on Facebook with each other. He's he's such an interesting man and still has an interesting story to tell. And uh, I mean, he created a, a, a series of photographs and had a Japanese orchestra create the music. And then he narrated it with this music just off the cut. Like, I don't know if he memorized the script or what. He didn't read anything. And all the images, music, and his narration hit at exactly the right time. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Amazing. So anyway, yeah. that's my photographer yeah, you know, inspiration. One of his yeah. comments that I, has stuck with us is he used to say, film has no feeling. Oh, yeah. And uh, and you could change that today and say, files have no feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, you know, where did the feeling come from? It comes from the person that's that's actually capturing mm-hmm. that. Well, that was a great comment, you know, so. Yeah. Gosh, yeah, it's really, he, he's... A, a very creative individual. There's no doubt about it. I'll let you can find else. a video of him being a uh, Uber driver. Yeah. Uh, yes, he became, when that when that started, you know, and it was really a remarkable little video with him interacting with yeah. the his rides. So yeah. it's just so interesting. He is it's so interesting. I got to spend a week out there with him at a comp, you know, one of his conferences or whatever. It was just amazing. Oh, his man. voice. The way he tells stories, his yeah. secret garden stories, all yeah. the things. I mean, nobody can tell a story like David Peters. It's just beautiful. Except for, except for Tim Walden. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's I'm been a yarn. Thank you. <laughs> no, it is true. Uh, but one funny, I'm sorry. One funny thing, just and I'll end with this, um, that was kind of a funny and encouraging thing is he actually had the the. I can't say the word I want to say. He actually was brave enough to um, show a session that went completely off the rails, completely <laughs> these little kids. And all of us were gasping because we were like, oh, we thought he was perfect. <laughs> that subjects were perfect. And these little kids were just giving him a, a run for the money. And I'm, I'm like, so okay, so everything isn't just perfect in David Peter's land, which gave me permission to feel okay when things didn't go perfectly in our camera room. And I, you know, I don't think we do that often. I don't think we share the the mistakes or the, the hard times that we have 
uh, sometimes often enough. And then people say, oh, you never have any problem, kids. And you're like, well, we just don't show them. But (laughs) I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. I want to go next because the person that I have, I know everybody has. And so I want to beat you to the punch because because I won't have anybody else to talk about. Um, But we are all fortunate enough to call Indra Leonardi a friend. And he's so he's, I know, influenced all of us um, on this panel. And I would encourage everybody to go find him on Instagram. It's uh, spelled just like it sounds, Indra Leonardi. And, um, you know, he's probably the most creative and one of the most prolific photographers out there, just constantly creating, constantly pushing the envelope, constantly. He's fearless, you know, like he just is always trying something new and, Um, He lives in Indonesia and he has done big things like, you know, the Burberry campaigns, but um, he, he has taken all of that experience and really brought it into a portrait studio in such a way that it feels commercial and it feels fashion, but it feels um, emotional too. And we're lucky enough, like I said, to call him friend. Um, We're all in the same uh, group together called the Society of XXB. And it's a group of 25 photographers that meets every year in a different place. And I remember, you know, talk about fangirl, like Bev, how you were with David Peters. I kept saying to Michael, it was my first trip. And I kept saying to Michael, oh my God, is Indra going to be there? Is Indra going to be there? And he was like, yes, Indra's going to be there. Please don't embarrass me. And um, much like you, Bev. And I was just like, so starstruck. And I got to sit next to him on the bus to one of our excursions. And he said, I've seen, I've seen your new work. And he said, I really like it. How do you do it? And he was just so interested and, and just makes everybody in front of him feel so important. And just like, they're the only ones, but at the end of that trip, he, um, you know, he's, he's very good friends with Mike and, and Drake and Tim, you guys have known him for a long time, but um, he said to Drake and Mike, I have some work I want to, I want to show you, but I don't want to, I'm embarrassed to show it in front of the whole group. Can, can we just sit in a corner? And it ended up being Drake and Michael and me, and then Drake's son, right? Richard was there and John Marion and John Marion. And we were sitting around a table in the restaurant that was closed and he pulled out his iPad And he started just, I just want to show you some of what I'm doing now, like current recent work. And he just started flipping through it and the whole table was silent. I mean, there was just nothing to say. It was, it was profound. And, um, when he got done going through it, Drake looked at Michael, Drake Busaith, one of the finest family portrait photographers, looked at Michael, Michael looked at Drake, and they just kind of shook their heads. And I've never seen that from them. You know, I've never seen that reaction. It was, it was almost defeat. <laughs> it's almost like, why continue on? Why go on? Why bother? Um, and then you know, they started to say like, who, who does this? Who's, who's this good anymore? Like, who do we compare this to? And, and you guys just couldn't come up with anybody. And then John Marion, who has such a tender heart from Michigan, and he just started getting emotionally started crying. And he was like, I've never seen work like this. And I'm so proud of you. And I have no reason to be proud. I don't have that honor of 
you know, having contributed to your success, but I'm so proud to call you my friend. And I just always think of that day. And I always think of that work that he showed. And I, I, I'm lucky, like I said, we can call him and talk to him and FaceTime with him. but he, he's always in the back of my mind when I'm shooting, because I'm always thinking, you know, he never settles. He's always pushing for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And he has fun while he's doing it. And it's in the journey and it's in the process. And he's helped me with a couple of things that have really, really shaped my photography and the way I look at it. But I know you'll all agree. I mean, he's just been so influential for all of us and and probably single-handedly the the finest portrait photographer, the most innovative portrait photographer in the world right now. Yeah, and that's been true for a number of years. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we really do think that. I mean, you know, people look up to Annie, of course, and, uh, but uh, Indra's got it. I mean, we all, we all realize you know what a talent he is. So you push yeah. this microphone in front of me, so it's my turn. I did. <laughs> okay. And then I knocked it over, which okay. was that big bang everybody just heard. So sorry about that. You know, I, I just quickly, I kind of have three levels of influencers. You know, for me, you know, I because I come out of the tradition and heritage of uh, Paul Linwood Giddings. Well, actually, it starts with Backrack studios you know which is probably the oldest surviving studio in the u.s but i come out of uh, that back rack lineage who uh, the studios were paul linwood giddings started doing road work for back you know in the teens and 20s and um and finally went to houston and started uh, the incredibly influential studio of uh, you know giddings um and then Giddings influenced a fellow named Paul Skipworth, who uh, created um, studios in Memphis and Little Rock and Shreveport. And I went to work for the Memphis studio. And, you know, it was a lot of environmental portraits. And that that whole lineage was a huge influence for me. So coming out of that and coming into the PP of A, Professional Photographers of America world, um, you know, I would say Don Boussaith. Uh, Drake's dad. Um, his work is in my mind every day. Uh, it is just um, the way he captured personality and married the person with the environment uh, is is magical. And his images are in my head all the time. Um, they're, they're beautiful. They're kind. They're flattering. They're truthful. Um, they're visually interesting and, uh, it is, you know, it's a huge influence. And then, you know, Drake Don's son is just followed that along. And, you know, Drake's been someone that's been by my side for, you know, several decades, you know, just seeing the work that he does and the passion that he has for creating images. And then, you know, in the, in the commercial historical photography world, of course, Tim's going to be influenced by this man, too. And it's Arnold Newman and one of his protégés, Gregory Heisler, who, um, you know, really took uh, photography out of the studio and uh, really um, um, used that environment to strongly tell the stories of that person that's standing in, in front of the camera. You know, uh, kindly sometimes, 
but uh, very, very truthfully sometimes where evil persons were made to look evil. And uh, his composition does not tiring. It does not get old. It looks fresh. You know, images that he he created back in the late 30s and 40s and into the 50s and, you know, and on was just incredible. And uh, he carried that on with a lot of his protégés, you know, especially in the New York uh, City area. Uh, and Gregory Heisler, who's an educator and a photographer uh, to this day, is a great influence for me. Because he took Arnold's work, kept his person, Greg's own personality in his own work, and it remains fresh and wonderful. So those are some common names, but, you know, obviously names that have really uh, been my foundation. That's, yeah, quite a list. <laughs> and quite a, you know, a big names uh, to be influenced by, obviously, just phenomenal for me, I was fortunate. Enough, I think this is true. Like I was talking about, we're a part of a thousands pieces of other people that we've studied with. There's so many, I can't even name them all. But one of the first that I was fortunate to study with was Bruce and Sue Hudson. Unfortunately, Sue's not with us, but they had such a great balance of art and business together. I think that just set a good grounding foundation for me as a photographer to understand that I needed to do both. I had to have a good business and I had to have good art. Um, so I really appreciated the fact that they taught both very well. And so then when I went to go out and study everything, I understood I'm getting business. I'm just going to take business. I'm going to go take art and try to balance those two all the time as well as I could um, with each other and not leaning one way more than another, but obviously trying to balance those two things together. So I really appreciate that great foundation that I got started from them. So, but the list is huge <laughs> of all the people I'm sure I'd leave off like thousands of people that influenced me, but um, Darn Drake and I were good friends. Um, uh, he really influenced me a lot. Just his his passion for photography, the way he saw things, and the way he created art, and he could, he literally could take uh, and use like a, and he did it. He used like a the camera off of your computer to create art. You know, it just didn't matter. He could create art from a pinhole camera to a. It just didn't matter. It was just in his soul and his blood. And um, I was very fortunate to know him and and um, spent a lot of time with him. Uh, and then for. Uh, you know, I think Hanson Fong for me mm, yeah, really was great about teaching me about posing. I just loved his posing classes. Just it pushed you to the limit. And and that was good. It was hard. It was a tough course. Um you well, know, he spending used a week to be with really him. mean. Did you study with him when he was mean or when he was nice? <laughs> when he was mean. Yeah, yeah. people left crying out of our I class. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was good. I mean, it was good to cry. But yeah, you go to I his mean, classy thing. Love. Boy, these people have no idea when they're sitting in the front row when he was in his mean period. You know, yeah. and it was like, wow, boy, these people have no clue. They do yeah. not know him. Buckle up. Yeah. Buckle up. Buttercup. <laughs> it was tough love, but it was yeah. great. We it would be excellent. practicing in the hallways for the next day, basically for a competition in posing. And we were staying up at midnight posing each other. So the, the next day when we had the competition, we didn't uh, get in trouble, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> You'd be remember. like, do as many poses you can in one minute that are correct. Right. And you're like, 
okay, here we go. And he so, would count out loud and he'd say, wrong, yeah. no. <laughs> no. And yeah, it was tough, but oh man, it was so good. Because if you're, you don't have time to think if you're a wedding photographer or whatever, you know, or families or whatever, it does, it pushes you. So um, you can create different poses quickly and understand them and correctly and all of that. So he had a big influence on me just about how to, how to do it correctly and do it quickly. So and, yeah. Right. And he was... <laughs> And he was hugely influenced by Rocky Gunn, right. who Beverly mentioned, you know, at the beginning of this podcast. So, you know, it all builds on each other. You know, we all, it's, it was, it was good that you mentioned Rocky because yeah. I think many people these days have no idea who Rocky is. We should yeah. probably, um, Rod, are we going to put a list of all these names for them to download? Because we are, we're yeah. talking fast and it's important that they get the spelling and can go and, and look at the work of these, of these greats. So, yeah. yeah and if we happen to think of others, you know, after this podcast, we'll put those on there too. So, okay. um, or ones that we just didn't have time to mention. So yeah, please go to our website and check that out at the portraitparadigm.com. Tim, yeah. we're going to oh. finish with you. I want to start it. You guys already said <laughs> that's why I jumped in. It all. <laughs> Golly. I was hoping you just forget that I was here. <laughs> because I mean, top of my list is uh, Arnold Newman and Andrew Leonardi. I mean, so you know, uh, only to say with uh, Arnold Newman, uh, he gave me permission to compose things differently, and uh, and the sense of story. Because I think ultimately, uh, I want my images to tell a story. Uh, I want them to be sound technically, but I want them to tell a story. So ditto on, on that. Um, and certainly Indra uh, ranks right up there as, uh, gosh, he just kind of walks on water when it comes to yeah. portraiture and, and, and image making. But uh, yeah, but you know, if you go back and you go uh, like just throughout my career, artists that have influenced me would be artists like Degas, because I think the thing about Degas, and I, and I notice I keep going back to like composition and design, mm. because Degas was crazy amazing at how he would compose in his paintings, you know, using poor pieces of people, which I do all the time. I started yeah. as a mistake, <laughs> but uh, it's like, oh, I cut their head off. wonder if that'll sell. No, <laughs> but, uh, but I thought Degas was, you know, absolutely fantastic. And some of you, I don't know, uh, may remember um, Gerhard Bacher. And I studied with Gerhard Bacher mm -hmm. uh, like two or three week long classes. And he truly, he wasn't a photographer, he was an illustrator, but he taught composition and design. Uh, and he talked about how you how your eyes would flow through an image. And I, I think sometimes we, we forget that other art realms weigh in so heavy. I mean, we're like all in this marriage together. We just use different mediums to bring these things forward. I love the work today of Julianne Yonkers. I mean, Julianne does amazing uh, work and I'm inspired by it. Uh, and, you know, I'm uh, kind of nervous to name names because, gosh, there's like thousands of them. But I couldn't, you know, not give, um, you know, kudos to my dad. You guys knew my dad. Some people listening may have known him, but he was amazing as a photographer. What I loved about his inspiration, he, he certainly was talented, master photographer, all those things. But he did all of that from a wheelchair, paralyzed from his armpits down. You know, so that to me, I guess you could say, well, you know, photography 
um, his photography was amazing, but his ability to push through those things probably was also part of that inspiration. And I think in today's environment, as I as I create art, I have a bad day or things aren't going you know really well. I got I let use a point of comparison compared to his days, and I'm like, well, I have nothing to complain about. So he certainly ranks up there. And Michael, I got to mention you, buddy, because when I went out to Pasadena. Uh, and we went out on um, his ability to see things in in a lifestyle environment just blows my mind sometimes because I I think I can go in any environment create you know a really nice photograph Michael goes in and it's not what I would do and then I look at it and go wow that's better than what I would do and I remember that trip after Pasadena I don't have many sessions we went on but I've told the story before but I'd go in and I'd say okay here's the best spot this would be great Michael wouldn't do anything like that. And I'm like, why would they choose that? And then the art was beautiful. Oh. So I think, you know, there's just, there's combinations. Everybody on this call, you know, Monica and Rado, you guys are all, Beverly, gosh, amazing. So all of this kind of weighs in, but I would say every name that you guys have mentioned, plus the few there have really been inspiration for me. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, and that's why we're all here together to help inspire each other. Fabulous. Yep, that's exactly right. I mean, us as a group, listening to each other, sharing each other. We all are inspired by one another, but also outside influences in the in, people that are in our industry and people that are outside of our industry. So we'll share some of that on our website. You'll have to take a look and see where we put um, and where we're looking for inspiration. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see the list. So go ahead and take a look at it. Uh, again, we're at theportraitparadigm.com and our free resources. You will find that information on a free download of all of our favorite artists, both in this industry, outside of our industry. Uh, it would be fun to see. So thanks so much for joining us today. And we look forward to talking with you next week. We're your Portrait Paradigm team, and we're really here to help you build a portrait business of your dreams. So check out our website, theportraitparadigm.com. We've got free resources and podcast transcripts there. So leave us your comments and questions. We really appreciate it. We're also on Instagram at The Portrait Paradigm. And join us next week where we'll be sharing more insights on how to build a portrait business of your dreams. Until next time, be ever open to shifting your portrait paradigm.